You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm a little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 25, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello. Hi there. As usual, before I get started, I'd like to tell you about today's sponsor. It is Impossible Fortress by Jason Rukulik. It's May 1987. 14-year-old Billy Marvin of Wetbridge, New Jersey, is a nerd, but a decidedly happy nerd. Afternoons are spent with his buddies watching copious amounts of television, gorging on Pop-Tarts, debating who would win in a brawl, Rocky Balboa or Freddy Krueger, Bruce Springsteen or Billy Joel, Magnum P.I. or T.J. Hooker, and programming video games on his Commodore 64 late into the night. Then Playboy magazine publishes photos of their idol, Wheel of Fortune hostess Vanna White. Billy meets computer expert programmer Mary Zielinski, and everything changes. For fans of the 1980s and Stranger Things and John Hughes movies, and the young love and authenticity in Eleanor and Park and John Green, The Impossible Fortress captures all the bike riding, video game playing, urge to grow up small town glory you didn't know you needed. So again, that's called The Impossible Fortress by Jason Rukulik, and we thank him and his publisher for sponsoring. Now, on to today's show, I have a quick bunch of titles for you. There's a book out this week called Alive in Shape and Color, 17 Paintings by Great Artists and the Stories They Inspired. It's edited by Lawrence Block and has a bunch of great contributors like Michael Connolly and Jeffrey Deaver. And I was thinking about art in books. There certainly is a lot of it. Um, I was thinking more specifically in novels, ones that I've read at least. And there is one, one of my first pick is a novel, it's one of my favorites of the last, well I think, oh goodness, it's got to be like 20 years old now, but it's called The Music Lesson, it's by Katherine Weber, and it starts with a woman named Patricia, she finds herself sitting in an Irish cottage by the sea with a stolen Vermeer painting, and she goes on to tell the story of how she came to be there. She discusses her Boston cop father, the loss of her daughter, and how she fell in with her dangerous Irish cousin, and how he has led her down the path to a life of crime. There's also The Bird Artist by Howard Norman. Howard Norman, oh, one of my favorites. It takes place in 1911 in Canada. And there's a young man named Fabian. He's a bird artist. He likes to draw the birds. And in the very first paragraph, he explains how he once murdered the lighthouse keeper. Sort of like the secret history, how they just tell you at the very beginning, like, this is what happened. And then he goes on to explain who and why and how and what drove him to it and what happened after. So fantastic. There's also Shadow Shaper by Daniel Jose Older, which is about a teen who discovers that she has the ability to perform magic with her art and sort of like the history of her ability and the other people around her that have it. There is a great sequel that came out this year called Shadowfall. TJ Older, always awesome. And there is How to Be Both by Ali Smith. She's having a great year. I think her most recent novel, Autumn, was one of the New York Times top five. And this book, How to Be Both, won a zillion awards, and it's two tales, sort of. There's uh, the first-person narrative from a Renaissance painter in the 15th century, and then the second half is in the third person. The Renaissance painter goes down to Earth and watches a teenager named George looking at the painter's uh, work, and we learn that George's mother has recently died. Before she died, she asked him to go look at this painting. Wonderful, wonderful novel. There's also Luncheon of the Boating Party by Susan Freeland. It's about the painting by Renoir of the same name. Um, it's about the gathering of his friends for that day for the painting down by the 
park, and it's narrated by Renoir and seven of the people that modeled for the painting. Um, she also did this with another painting called Girl in Hyacinth Blue. She told the, the story of that in a different novel. Um, there's something simply called The Painter. It's by Peter Heller, who wrote The Dog Stars and Celine, great writer. And it's about a man. He's a painter. He's recently been released from jail. He has a volatile temper. He's been in jail for violence. Um, and now he wants to get back to doing his art, so he moves to this little town, but trouble always seems to find him, and he lives by some sort of sort of manly code and the need to defend others, and he gets into trouble, and, you know, but also his paintings become very famous, so he's dealing with that. It's excellent, excellent. I really felt like it was underrated when it came out. Um, there's also An Artist in the Floating World by Kazuo Ishiguro, who won the Nobel this year. It's about a talented artist who put aside his art to fight for Japan in the war, and now he's looking back. He's an older man after the war, and the reasons why he is a coward and a hero in the eyes of his countrymen. There's also The Great Man by Kate Christensen. It's about a famous painter who dies, and he leaves behind a wife and family, uh, but when some uh, two biographers start looking into his life, they also discover that he has had a mistress for a very long time and they start talking to the two women in his life and now it's it's they're worried that the secrets about his mistress will come to light um there's the last nude by ellis avery takes place in paris 1927 about a woman who models for an artist and they end up lovers and it's about how these two women's lives are upended by their romance but also how it, their romance might be ruined by the times and there's also The Art Forger by B.A. Shapiro, which is sort of based around the Isabella Stewart Gardner heist that took place uh, many years ago. They never recovered the paintings, figured out who did it. I mean, they kind of know now, and I think they have some of the art, but um, back then, they had no idea. So it's about a young artist who has a Degas delivered to her studio, and she sort of made this deal with this gallery owner he says that if she forges this Dega, he will give her a one-woman show in his renowned gallery. Um, but as she starts working with the painting, she discovers that it might also be a forgery. Just lots of books about art. And for my dealer's choice, something totally not related to anything that I just spoke about, but still tons of fun, I dug out Super Mutant Magic Academy, the graphic novel uh, by Jillian Tamaki. I read it a few years ago, and it's so much fun, I wanted to read it again, so I just did so good. It's kind of like X-Men meets Harry Potter. Um, it's about teens who have uh, magic abilities and, you know, superpowers and all this stuff, but it's also, like, about them being teens and them being teens and their hormones and their feelings and everything that goes along with it sort of are the first priority. You know, and then they're learning to deal with, like, everything else that goes along with it. Um, it's really, really great. I absolutely loved it. It won a bunch of awards. So if you're looking for something fun and cool to read, that is definitely cool. Like I just said, fun and cool. Anyway, it's been a long day. So that is it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you to today's sponsor, The Impossible Fortress by Jason Rukuliak. If you go to bookriot.com slash all the books, you will find a list of all the books I mentioned today in the show notes. And if you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. If you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, Steinbeck and Malay, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty 
on Lindsay Under Liberty and on Instagram at Franzen Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with my better half, Rebecca Shinsky, and all the books to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. (laughs) 